Hello? Do you like scary movies? Yeah, sure. Why? Oh, uh, well, it's October. Yeah, I know. And you didn't talk about scary movies in this episode. Wait, f wait, how the hell do you know? Fucking Kevin, what are you- I watched you from your skylight. Oh yeah, that, that makes- Wait, what the fuck, you creeper? Something's got me triggered. Oh, really? Oh yeah, I was gonna put a trigger- That shit you said during your little gravity rant. Oh, yeah. Fuck, I'm, I'm sorry about that. I really didn't mean to offend anyone. I'm kind of an asshole when it comes to movies and stuff. Really, I'm sorry. People can enjoy movies the way that they want to enjoy them, you know? I'm, I'm just a fucking piece of shit. Really, God, I'm sorry, man. It's okay. <coughs> you okay, man? Oh, man, I had something caught in my throat for a long time. Wow, it felt good to get that out. Jeez. But yeah, just remember to put that trigger warning in, Steve, because, yeah, I was pretty triggered. So, yeah, thanks, man. Oh, yeah, thanks. I'll, I'll remember. Whoa, he sounded just like me with a reverb effect on his voice. Dang. Wait, come back. You forgot to close my window. Hey. Uh, welcome back to the what is it the fourth episode of the real brothers yeah fourth yep. episode wow i can't believe i can count to four um you might be able to count to five yeah i time. can't believe i couldn't remember <laughs> but uh, yeah this is the fourth episode and we're doing something pretty cool i think we're going to be talking about sound in film um yeah i'm pretty excited to talk about this because i don't it doesn't seem like something that gets a lot of credit in in movies and no it doesn't it's yeah. a sad thing like and it's it's very prominent it's in movies it's so fucking important i mean to, we could go back movies. to the silent film era and and get rid yeah. of it but well <laughs> i mean they had music and it was important to the silent film that's also true yeah they played an orchestra this is a beautiful orchestra yeah i mean it made those <laughs> movies it, they knew how to drive the emotion with the with with the sound so when shit's going down it's like bah, 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 bah. You know, they, get, <laughs> they do the you bang on your keyboards and yep. or not keyboards your pianos or, or organ I, I, your organ, organ maybe maybe i don't know, whatever, I don't know. your violins you, you know you do your little shit and then you know oh shit charlie chaplin's being chased by a train <laughs> yep that's shit's true about shit's about to go down no, yeah but yeah We'll be talking about a few Charlie Chaplin movies in this. It's all Charlie Chaplin movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We're only doing this episode is all Charlie Chaplin. So sit back, relax. We're going to talk about modern times. <laughs> Perfect. Not really. No. Not Even though that. that's an amazing movie, no, we're not talking about that. Yeah. But do you want to start? Uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll start with the first one on my list, which... Um, so, first of all, I want to put a little disclaimer. We're trying to do more 
not like musical movies. We're not like doing Mamma Mia or something like that. Uh, we're not evaluating movies by no. Like, Mamma Mia is in my list. <laughs> <laughs> Mamma Mia but, too. So so if you're thinking we're just going to be talking about musicals or something, we're not going to be. We're going to actually be talking about like the the sound and how they use the sound as a plot device in the movie, mm-hmm. um, and not not just telling a story. I wish I would have known that, and I wouldn't have picked Mamma Mia, La La Land. <laughs> <laughs> and Mamma Mia too. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to sort of contradict what I just said by uh, using the movie Baby Driver, which was uh, directed by Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright? Right? No, Wright Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so directed by Edgar Wright. Uh, and that movie, this movie, the reason why I love its sound is because it is... Uh, the the main character has tinnitus. Is that what it's called? Tinnitus, where he he has a ringing in his ear, uh, constantly through the through the movie. Um, he had some sort of loud sound early on in his life, caused him to have tinnitus for the rest of his life. So he just he, yeah, he had a car accident. Sorry, and uh, he has this high pitched noise just in his ears at all times. So some one way to combat it is he constantly listens to music so he doesn't constantly just hear a uh, a buzzing noise in his he- in his ear so um one of the cool things about the sound in this movie is uh they have the music kind of drive what is going on so um one of the coolest scenes in the movie in my opinion is uh one of the beginning scenes where he's just walking through the street and they're playing a uh, a song and like there will be subtle things like even said in the song like if they say yeah or something like that you'll see something on the street that says yeah or the way that he's moving to the music is almost uh, on beat with the music and that's how they uh, do deal with a lot of the songs in the movie like he'll be listening to a certain song and um, and it will be he'll be doing something to the beat, like maybe shifting into gear when he's driving the car uh, with the beat. Um, And the other cool thing about the movie is if you're listening to it with headphones, um, if he's only listening to the music in his left ear, you'll actually hear the music playing only in your left ear, um, and you'll hear the other sounds out of the right ear. So I thought that was a really nice... um, stylistic thing that Edgar Wright did uh, with the directing in that. So um, I I just loved what they did with the sound throughout this entire movie. It really pushed the movie forward. And it was the the main idea of the movie. Yeah, it's basically just the biggest part of the movie is using sound to, to move the plot. It's probably one of the main plot devices in... It is it is really amazing. That first, basically the first scene after the chase scene when he's getting the coffee and going around, it's all uh, one cut, and it's just really fucking cool. Everything just goes with the music. Everybody on the street, the car engines go with it. There's a point, there's a time where um, police sirens go with the music. There's another person 
playing saxophone or whatever with the music and it's just really cool um it's just really well done and that and i mean they also do gunshots to the beat of the music they basically do everything to the beat of the music and it's just fucking just a really overall like that i mean that must have taken so long for them to edit the sound of that film yeah because everything had to play with the music there's not one action moment that they're not that that's not the device of them doing everything to the beat of the music. So, <clears throat> yeah, it right. must have just that I can only imagine how long they sat in the editing room, just like, okay, we gotta do this. Like that must have been excruciating and so oh, yeah. much fucking work. Um, Plus, you gotta choose the right song. I, I always am amazed. That's true. Uh, how these how these guys choose these songs for these movies that that sort of uh, do a similar thing it's just they had to find the right song for these scenes yeah and i don't know if they found the song first and fit the scene with it or if they found the uh or if they did the scene and tried to fit the song i don't know but yeah i don't uh, know either it's really interesting i'd like to know what they do in that process i would assume i would actually assume since edgar wright wrote it i would assume that he probably and this was kind of one of his like his baby because it was his own movie um he probably already had ideas for most of the songs that he wanted in the film and i know they did have some kind of copyright stuff going on with certain songs that he put in there um he had some copyright issues but eh. oh did he really yeah they worked it out and everything i think because they didn't really they didn't really know yeah they didn't do their due diligence which is crazy to think that they didn't but yeah i mean they worked it out so whatever but yeah i think he probably had a lot of ideas of songs that he wanted to put in there yeah he probably had like okay i know this song i'm i want this action sequence because i heard this and you could do like cool gunshots while this song is going you know right I would expect that they chose the song beforehand because yeah. that seems that that'd be seems so like hard the for them to, to do for them to film it and then be like, okay, now we got to find a song that fits <laughs> this exact part. Yeah, yeah. that would be like, that would have been crazy. Ridiculous. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, I love Baby Driver just mostly for that reason, mostly for its yeah. sound editing. Like, I think it's just really because there, I don't know, there's. Like well, and it's just well directed. There's a lot of cool scenes yeah. and stuff. Because overall, I think the story is kind of meh. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it doesn't it's just really a general love story. Yeah, not it's just going n- nothing spectacular. But I mean, the acting is really good, um, and yeah. yeah, the sound is good, and the cinematography and directing is just very is it's top notch as it is with pretty much everything Edgar Wright does. Agreed. <clears throat> yeah, and I, I I highly suggest watching that movie and watching it if you haven't seen it. Well, I mean, watch it again if you haven't watched it with headphones on. I highly yes. suggest doing that because you will notice things that you never noticed before. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But that's that's all I got for that movie. All right. Um, the first movie that I'm going to talk about is Gravity. Um. And Gravity is, I, I think, similar to Baby Driver. It uses music mostly as it's, as a device for its sound effects because it takes place in outer space, and I think they wanted to hold, stay true to kind of the quietness of space. So to make the, to make things feel urgent and stuff, they had to, you know, 
they use the the music as as the device to to just make everything feel feel crazy like just that first scene where uh they're getting hit by the debris you can't hear the debris you see it but the music's going and it just is so good it's so well done and just so good that it you can you can just feel the debris hitting but the music is what's bringing the power of it and i just really like how they how they did that with with the music and it goes throughout there's like a lot of there's a lot of dips and like ups and downs in the music that just play so well where like the music gets muffled at a point where like when she like flies away, it gets a little bit more muffled. They do really cool things where like he goes into um, the camera, basically like pretty much the first like 30 minutes is there's no cuts. It's basically like all one shot <clears throat> and that in is of itself is just technically fucking amazing. But, um, he closes in on her helmet and then the camera goes inside of her helmet at one point mm. and it, the sound just changes completely different. Like it goes from being muffled into like now what she's hearing and stuff. And it's just such a cool thing. Like, especially when you're listening on headphones, it's just a really cool um, thing that adds to the environment when you're sitting down and you really want to be engulfed in a, in a film. Like it yeah. just gets you there. Like I, and I feel gravity did that because it's not, it is a super simple movie. Um, there's not a lot besides just like non, I mean, it is nonstop action and it's only like an hour and a half long. So it's super fast paced, but the music really, the music and the sound effects really just drive you and hold you and just like keep you on the edge of your seat because you can start to hear them again. So you're like, Oh no, something's about to go down. Yeah. Because it just gets, the music is so fucking intense and it just hits you. So you're like, oh, yep, shit's going to happen. Because you can kind of, they start to, almost like Inception, it starts to like build up a little bit and you can hear it. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. So it's just really, it's really cool. I, and I really like when um, they use music kind of as the sound effect. Yeah. Because that's really what they did in that film was there's not a lot of like, crazy sound effect because they're in outer space and i think they wanted to keep that to a minimal because i mean as far like that movie's getting attacked anyways for all the technicalities that it missed or or it failed to do and if they didn't do that i don't know i will probably would have got lambasted oh yeah you know which is unfortunate and it is unfortunate because I feel like that I think is another uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about gravity was because I feel like it was, I guess this should just be me going on a tiny little rant for a second, but I feel like it's one of those movies that people hate for all the wrong reasons. Right. Um. Yeah, it's not technically, you know, accurate for everything. They did get a lot of things right. They got a lot of things wrong, but that's not what they're going for in that film. They're not. He wasn't. He wasn't trying to make some technically like accurate space movie. It's a fucking science fiction movie. He created a story, and it really is the device of. So the idea that I get from that movie is, and I know I'm kind of going off topic, and I'll no, try. To, I'll try to go really fast with this. But I think the idea and the premise for the movie is, yeah, it takes place in outer outer space, and that's like the 
the way that he wants to move the plot. But the idea is, so you have this catastrophe. Sandra Bullock's character's catastrophe in her life was her daughter died. So the catastrophe hits her, and it's like her daughter, like the catastrophe of her daughter dying. And like the realization that she doesn't want to live anymore and she's going to die anyways, so why why bother? So that hits. And then things start to culminate, and she starts to see things of life that she wants to embrace, and she wants to hold dear, and she's understanding that, and then it clicks in her head. And then that's when she goes into the, like, she's in the spaceship, and she goes in the fetal position, like she's in in the womb, like a baby again. she's a baby, yeah. And then her going into earth is her being reborn and going to yeah. live a new life on earth that's how i felt about the movie in the, the space stuff is more of a device to 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 show her rebirth as a human being and to show her newfound love for earth and humanity and what she missed out on and what she wants to grab right. now that she has the chance to do it um, yeah and and i felt uh so along the lines of that and bringing it back to uh the sound um, the silence of the of space, and I think the whole reason why the movie was uh, it took place in space was because uh, of the silence of the yeah. complete silence of space, and silence is is very associated with death. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just watched the movie last night; I had never seen it before, so it's very fresh in my head. Uh, what she mentions is one of the things that she likes about space is the silence. Yeah, because of what you just said, uh, she felt like she's done with life pretty much, mm-hmm. um, and silence is associated with death. So the um, the sound in this movie is very important to to uh, push that point. Yeah, um, just the 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 act of silence in the movie and the the very little and and what music is involved is more uh, ambient than yeah. Anything. Oh, it's definitely so it's, it's more it makes it more solemn. Um, yeah. And also, in a lot of ways, very tense. Yeah. Um, but it, but it, it, like you said, it tells the story of someone sort of dying and being reborn. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think space was the correct place to do that. And I, and I, I do agree with you. I think it's, uh, not right for other people to, to, judge it based on the technicalities of it because that is not what the movie was about it was about um telling this specific story of someone being reborn and it just so happens that space was the perfect place to tell this story yeah i just feel like well i just feel like people are doing themselves a a disservice when they think about a movie like that because you're just missing out on how impactful that movie can be because you're just like oh technically it's bad right i'm done with that Unwatchable, yeah. With with science fiction movies in general, uh, yeah. I know the same. I know a similar thing was done with um, uh, that with Matthew McConaughey movie. Oh yeah, Interstellar. Interstellar, uh, and, and people take that, uh, pick that apart as well. And it's just done yeah. with any space movie. Yeah, anything so sci-fi. Because you get, <laughs> there's people who are so nerdy about science that they just will go gung ho into disproving anything that you create basically but at the same time it it is very interesting to a credit to these people even though they are uh, in ways being a little bit nitpicky um it is interesting when you see a movie actually uh be pretty on point 
with oh um, yeah with Absolutely. science in general and i like movies like interstellar they did a lot of homework in those movies yeah. uh to to try to get things exact but they yeah. might miss it uh, yeah yeah you're you're ways. not going to be able to get everything <clears throat> correct like that's just the it's a movie and you can't like if you if you got everything correct it would you you're going to like if gravity got everything correct it would be a fucking 3 day long movie like that's how right. long because you'd have to technically do everything by the book. It would be the longest fucking movie in the history of the world. <laughs> like you just right. wouldn't be able to do it. I mean, same with like how long you want Interstellar to be. It already was three hours long. You wanted it to be a fucking. I wanted it to be three <laughs> and a half. Yeah. <laughs> People probably did, but yeah, no, but. It's, yeah, that's just. I guess that's just my little rant on gravity yeah, and just no, that's movies cool. like that in general. I don't. I just. I think. People are just taking the magic out of a film, right? Sure. Unless but it's a, yeah. if it's a documentary, <laughs> and it's like technically they they were actually in outer space, but they <laughs> got something wrong today. <laughs> you know, there's some there's merit to that, I guess. But it's not a documentary; well, it's a science fiction movie. There's yeah. no disclaimer that says, "Listen, we got everything correct." <laughs> you know. But, so yeah, yeah. No, I know, but, I know what you mean. But and, when you were, and, yeah, when you were talking about science, let's let's bring it back to sound. But when you were talking about silence, like I actually feel like the silence is a really good device in that film as well. I agree, and and it it is <clears throat> it it plays a big role in the moments that it's supposed to play a big role. Yeah. Uh, for instance, um, in the beginning, I thought it was it, it was really cool how um, Houston was on the radio, uh, and. I mean, obviously not Houston the person, but Earth was calling up to the astronauts, and um, they're Houston. And they're talking on the radio, and you can actually hear them in your um, in your left ear. And mm-hmm. then, because uh, I was also listening to this with headphones. If, you weren't, if, if you're not listening to this with headphones, you should. Um, yeah. The, the Gravity movie. Um, All of the movies that we're going to talk about, you should. Exactly. Whenever you're thinking about sound or talking about a movie with sound and and you, a movie that uses sound as a plot device, you should use headphones because mm-hmm. they do a lot of cool things uh, with the sounds. But um, the other cool thing was just the voices. You could feel like they were on a radio and stuff like that. It, they didn't come in super clear or anything like that to the point where – uh, it, it didn't feel like the sounds were real. I did when I was listening to it um, in headphones. It did sort of feel like I was in space because the moment they stopped talking and there was no music, it was completely silent. Like yeah, they, they, you couldn't hear anything, which is how I would feel. Space would feel. The other moments uh, I noticed uh, that were uh, very powerful with the sound were when at certain moments when the debris was hitting, there wasn't really much music um, in, in certain moments, like when she was on the, uh, I believe it was either on the I- ISS or, uh, yeah, it was the ISS. Um, she is on the space station. She's getting hit with debris. And when she's bopping around um, in her suit, she you can only hear sound when she's actually grabbing onto things because yeah. it's the vibrations of, of her suit that are actually allowing mm-hmm. the sound to come through. So what they did was whenever she would stop grabbing the, 
the space station, which she was just free floating in space, it would be silent. Would be silent. And yeah. then she would hit it. And I thought that was really cool. Like, uh, you, you could have been just playing overpowering music at that moment, and you would never hear that. But at yeah. that time, they made it so that the vibrations actually uh, showed the sound. And it, I thought that was that was a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah, no, stuff like that, when, when they do that, especially when you're listening in headphones and you can kind of, you're, it immerses you into that, what she might be feeling, you know, and that's... Exactly. Yeah, that's such a powerful thing that sound can do, and, you know, that's why we're talking about it in these movies, because this might be something that certain people never knew, you know, they'd be, right. oh, shit, they did that? You know, maybe I should listen, you know, a little right. bit closer. Right, and... and, and, and when you are watching that movie, just think about the sound because uh, I, like I said, had never seen the movie before. I watched it because we were going to be talking about it on the podcast. So I was actually thinking about the sounds mm-hmm. and stuff and how it how it uh, moved the plot forward. And just thinking about the sounds and how they played with the plot really helped me appreciate the movie a lot more. Yeah, and I think that's what the uh, what they were actually trying yeah. to accomplish in that movie. Yeah, and I think with uh, I mean with everything that we're talking about, I think that's something that just keep in mind, you know. And it, even with any movie that you watch, yeah, you know, they're I agree. the sound is most good movies. The sound is super important. So right. yeah. So um, you want me to move on to my next yeah. movie? So my next movie is uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, uh, which was directed by Edgar Wright. Right, Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> um, he made another mm. great sounding movie. See um, something I, I like weird going on here. <laughs> I like I like the sound in his movies. Uh, they're they're very good in this movie especially. Uh, I just. Uh, as a refresher, I've seen this movie a couple times, um, but as a refresher, I was listening to it a little bit in this uh, before this podcast um, to just listen to it with headphones because I had never listened to it with headphones before, and I still noticed like the the sounds and stuff. But uh, what I thought was really cool when I was listening to it earlier was they are playing like a constant music a little bit in the background, and also in certain places they'll be playing like a different background noise for instance uh if they're in the apartment where um young neil lives uh he is playing video games and you and it was it was cool for me because i love video games and um i love the super nintendo and you can actually hear uh a link to the past playing in the background, <laughs> just random noises with a link to the past pl- playing, or you can hear um, uh, Mario playing in the background. And then w- the other cool thing that they do is they'll be playing those noises uh, as if he's playing the game, and then they'll have like random things happen that sort of go with the noises. Like for instance, uh, uh, the the Zelda music for when he opens a chest and pulls something out of the chest. And uh, like they'll they played with that sound, but he was playing the game at the same time. So it was it was sort of like he was playing the game, but at the same time it was playing with real life. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was cool. Uh, the other thing that's interesting about that movie is they emphasize the common background noises, yeah. <laughs> which is really weird. Like you'll hear them. Um, 
uh, you'll hear like cash registers going if they're in a store. You'll hear uh, when when they go to the library, you hear shh mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in the background. Um, you also hear like toilets flushing and things that you just wouldn't normally hear in uh, your day to day movie because they like to block all that out. But even like keys clicking. Uh, on a on on an old keyboard because they're using uh, like 1990s computers. You hear that clicking, and then the "you got mail" thing. It's it's just really cool how they incorporated all these common noises that would usually be annoying, like uh, if you heard them in another movie. But they make them prominent in this movie, and they they use it. Um, yeah, with the movie, which yeah. I, I thought was awesome. Yeah. Uh, the the other big thing uh, is. Uh, the transitions in the movie had a the the sound effects made you feel like you were in a comic book, which mm-hmm. Scott Pilgrim versus the World is a comic book. So uh, that with the video game noises and the music in the background, what I said it's a manga. Oh, it is a manga. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Okay, well it's a don't, manga. Don't trigger people. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so it's a manga. Uh, which is a Japanese comic book in a way. Um, so it w- with all these sounds together, with the video game sounds, the, the music uh, in the background and the, um, and the comic book sounds, it, it really felt like what Scott Pilgrim, or at least what I've read about Scott Pilgrim, is supposed to be about all those different things. Um, and there was also a lot of other goofy noises, uh, like um, when they play the uh, Seinfeld sound for one moment in the movie. It was very prominent to me. <laughs> I thought it was pretty hilarious because they're just like, bow, 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 bow. <laughs> so it makes you feel like you're on the set of uh, uh, of Seinfeld for a moment. And uh, uh, then you hear like just the laugh track in the background. I thought that was funny. So a lot of the, a lot of the noises are either uh, to to make you feel like you're sort of in a comic book and yeah. other noises make it so you feel like uh, it's just like little funny noises. Yeah, to, I think that's, make you laugh. that's the idea is like, hey, there's all these noises because that's kind of it is that's a device that a lot of comedies do use is like, well, I think a lot of good comedies it, use devices like that where like flushing the toilet is loud. Cash registers are really loud. And it's the way that um, Edgar Wright edits his movies, too, where he kind of has a musical way of cutting into the next scene. Um, and he, he he does this. He does it in, like, pretty much all of his movies where it's, like, there's a lot of quick cuts of, like, people doing something, and there's a noise, and it goes, and it, like, goes into another one where there's someone doing something it's like a hand of something holding something and then doing it and it makes the noise of it and it just like all these like simultaneously five different like things happen in like two seconds and it makes like a musical sound basically Mm -hmm. like there's like a beat to it and it's just really it's just really cool that edgar wright does that stuff he just makes like he makes comedy movies because in my my opinion I think most comedy movies are trash. So he makes comedy movies extremely watchable and just well thought out where most comedy movies are like, okay, we're going to give you the joke, 
but there's nothing there's no other substance there but the joke Edgar Wright adds more substance by doing these weird cuts by adding more sound effects by making things a little bit more funny just by divisively like doing things really cool and just adds so much more to each character each joke that he's telling or whatever like that's I don't know it's just an Edgar Wright thing he 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 does it so geniusly um yeah I mean I've seen it in other like I think that's like it might be a British thing because there's other like British directors too what's up right no I'm 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 just saying um uh, I, I I have one more film that I'm going to be talking about later, so we'll we'll talk more about that in a oh, bit. Oh yeah, that's true. All right, we'll stop. We'll stop. <laughs> Sorry we'll stop. about that. <laughs> this is the Edgar Wright show. <laughs> hey, hey Edgar Wright, if you're listening, Kevin wants to be your best friend and just hang out and have a conversation with you. So I just want to mention before uh, we move on to Steve's next movie, I did not know Scott Pilgrim was directed. By Edgar Wright. It just ha- I had already chosen this movie before I knew that Edgar Wright directed it. Mm. So I just want to say that is uh, going along the lines of sucking Edgar Wright. Meow. That, that helps a little <laughs> hey bit. Hey, man. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Edgar Wright, Kevin loved you. He, you're his favorite director. So apparently. <laughs> All right. We'll stop talking about Scott Pilgrim because we'll spoil it. All of Edgar Wright's <laughs> movies. <laughs> Kevin's got one more that he needs to talk about. It's my, yes, I, yes. All right, okay, so I'll, I'll go into my next one. one. Uh, yeah. My next one is Mad Max Fury Road, um, which is one of my favorite recent action movies. If not, it's one of the best action movies ever made, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, it's. That's another. I mean, I think all of these are relatively similar in the way that they're using music as a device. Um, Mad Max really uses it big time. It also uses um, just car engines, which is so cool. Like he'll move his arm really quick, and you'll hear like an engine rev. It just like do, just does these work since they pray to the gods of the engines. Um, <clears throat> like I just really like those little additions and. Um, the music is just so fucking good and it plays at the right time. It also plays. So it goes from being like a device of, Hey, the music's playing also going to the being actually in the movie itself that they're actually playing while they're driving around where there's this doof warrior who fucking plays the guitar. He's one of the, seriously, one of the coolest fucking characters (laughs) <laughs> that I can think of like the, just the idea if you read the back read the backstory about the doof warrior because it is I'm going to spoil it right tale. now it's fucking <laughs> awesome so basically he was like a musical prodigy <laughs> and he's almost like Beethoven he can, he can play like any instrument he can just think of shit right off the top of his head that's why he, he wanted him because he's like okay if we're going to go on this fucking long trek I want someone who can play the music to the track that we're doing and be like, oh, shit's about to go down. The Doof Warrior is like, I know it's going down. He's just fucking hammering on the guitar, you know? So he knows what he knows how to play his instrument while shit's going down. 
Um, like, and even when they're like, just when they're, when they stop, he's just like, dun, 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 right. dun, dun, just waiting like slowly. <laughs> and then when they start back up, he's like going hammering on the fucking guitar again. Um, yeah. but basically, so he was a child prodigy and, um, they, they took him and I think he cut out his eyes and just turned him into his slave and made him the doof warrior made him the the guy that they play that he's the lead of their instrumentals and stuff. But I just really like that little addition. And there's just, there's a, there's one moment where it's just awesome where you hear the music's playing and you hear it. Like if you listen to it in your headphones, you hear it really loud in your headphones, but then it gets softer because it goes into, you see them way up at an angle so you see them just driving along and then it gets closer and then you can hear the music get louder and then it goes over do for year and he's just fucking hammering on the guitar <laughs> and it just like adds so much to the movie it, i don't know like it just makes me laugh it makes me smile it's just so fucking cool and it's just such a like great added element to that film um and yeah and and, and the sound effects like i said they do a lot of like engines revving when it cut when scenes caught and stuff like that and i just think that's really a really cool idea um yeah i i completely agree with um with the doof warrior being an amazing addition to that um movie it's just like i i i felt when i was watching the movie i've only seen it once um but when he when they're playing that music, it actually is sort of like battle drums. Yeah, uh, and that's always what I what I pictured when. Well, they, they were have going the drums too, and it's in. They do have the drums going, but I thought it was really cool that they're like doing these metal songs as they're yeah. going through. It was just like they could have just done drums, and that would have been eh. But they they added this. Uh, like yeah. this guy loves listening to metal. I mean, when you when you see the the main bad guy there, um, Morton Joe. He, I mean, he looks like someone straight out of like a, a metal. Yeah, he album looks like cover. a classic '80s metal <laughs> hair metal. Uh, He's got the long he fucking blonde locks of hair, <laughs> which is clearly what they were going for. Oh, yeah. the original Mad Maxes Takes... were uh, like in the '80s. Yeah. so they they got that from that. But I thought that was an amazing touch to it. it was just instead of just using battle drums as they're going, they're yeah. playing metal as yeah. they're going. I thought there's, was awesome. a, there's also just an amazing part where uh, Max gets like kind of knocked back away from them. And he lands on the same truck as the doof warrior. And he's like, he's fighting a dude and the doof warrior is there. And the guitar gets knocked out of his hands and it's like flying over. And then he's like just freaking out. And then, you can hear like the, the clanking of the guitar and it makes like the, the, when you drop a guitar, it makes that noise. Yeah. And then it like, they're just swinging it around and it's making these weird noises and then it lands back in his hands and he just keeps playing again. It's just <laughs> so fucking funny. Like yeah. it's just so good. The characters are just in that film are just so over the top and do Fourier is just, Oh my God. He's by far one of my favorite, like, very small characters in a movie. Yeah. Cause he, I mean, he doesn't talk or anything. He just, he's just wacky. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's it's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing movie and yeah, the sound is fucking great. And I, I, I think the soundtrack of that is worth listening to on its own. It's really, it's a really good soundtrack. 
Yeah. You want me to move on to my next movie? Yep. All right. To continue my love affair with uh, Edgar Wright, <laughs> I ha- I'm gonna I'm choosing the movie uh, Hot Fuzz. It's actually one of my favorite movies, uh, favorite comedy movies um, ever. Uh, and the reason I like the sound of this is, and sort of the reason why I stopped Steve was because he was talking about the transitions and. I, it, those transitions between scenes with this movie are really cool how they have the um like uh if he's going in a train it'll it'll show like a train real quick and make the train noise and then make this other noise and this other noise and they'll put them all together real quick just to transition to another scene it sounds really cool the other thing i i felt it kind of gave to the movie was uh the whole movie was supposed to be kind of a a joke against the uh, badass action cop movies um, of more like the 90s and stuff and that gave the it like the badass feel when it was doing like a sort of transition where it just like quickly played these three noises I felt like it was just like it was always like badass noises it seemed like, like yeah uh, loud noises like um Maybe like the burning of a fire, them cooking something on the stove, it flickering to something else, and it was just played so quickly that it's just like badass. Yeah, of, yeah. Transition. Well, yeah. I mean, he um, talks about um, what are the bad boys? Bad two. boys two. <laughs> you never seen bad boys two? <laughs> like, he, like he talks about those, and then what's the other one? Point Break. Uh, point Break, where he shoots up in the yeah. air. Ah! Yeah. Uh, so he's like talking about these like. <laughs> cheesy uh action movies you know like point break yeah. and bad boys are very cheesy action films right and and, yeah. and 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 in every one of those movies the another um scene i vividly remember is the um when they go into the the place where um the guy who plays filch in the harry potter movies is and he's just he's a mumbler you mm-hmm. can't even understand a word he's saying <laughs> yeah. which i thought that was hilarious yeah. anyways uh, but he's got this like arsenal of guns and weapons uh, that they're that they confiscate, and when they go in there, uh, they accidentally like bump into this sea mine, mm-hmm. and it just starts ticking, ticking <laughs> really loudly, like like it would in an action film, and just ticking, 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 and then stops right at the last second, mm-hmm. just like just like you'd see a ticking time bomb in an action movie do. So it, it was it was cool, and then they play. They play with it at the end again when they uh, when they hit it and it actually triggers and explodes, but it does the ticking and everybody jumps out of the way and everything explodes. I, I thought that was cool. They they really make the noises prominent in that movie. Yeah. Uh, even like even like when they shove that uh, giant thing onto that guy's head off the cathedral, they he sh- ridiculously shoves this <laughs> <laughs> this giant like. Uh, a buttress on top of this guy just standing there <laughs> and it makes this like splat oh, noise it's <laughs> one of the funniest death scenes in any movie ever i mean it was just over the top and ridiculous <laughs> uh and it, and it slams into him and you get that just notable splat noise which obviously would not be the noise of this yeah guy. It just just a 
Yeah. <laughs> no ways. Uh, and but they, they do that. Uh, like moves her. <laughs> <laughs> so they do that a few times. And uh, even when he gets like stabbed in the hand in the beginning, they make this splat mm-hmm. noise. If you, if you just listen to just the random noises that uh, are played throughout the movie, it, it follows sort of what Scott Pilgrim did and makes the uh, just common noises very prominent yeah. throughout the film. Like, uh, for instance, when they're going into that shop, uh, it does that ding noise as if when, whenever you walk into a shop. Um, and then later on, they use that. They have all these, like, kids run into the oh, run yeah. into the store, and it goes, like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it just kind of added to the comedy. I don't yeah. know why, but it did. And no. all these people run in there. Uh it, it it was just a fantastic use of 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 sound mm-hmm. in the movie and i feel like without that sound i mean you could have just made it so that you walk into the store and there was no sound at all but it was adding adding that sound added some sort of flavor to the movie yeah yeah and i think in that movie in particular well just that that i guess whatever the trinity that he did with Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and then um, World's End. Um, yep. They He does a lot of similar stuff, but I think what Edgar Wright does really well in in those movies, and for me, I, Hot Fuzz is my favorite too, and it's, it's one of my favorite comedy movies ever as well. Um, but just when, you, when they go to point A to point B, the way that he transitions, like in a normal comedy movie it would just be like okay i gotta go over here and then it like shows a car driving somewhere and then they're there and then it's like hey okay we made it where he does that that like like we were talking about transitions in uh scott pilgrim he'll do things like i think in hot fuzz i actually wanted to watch it but i didn't get a chance to watch it recently um i think like he does the cuts where it's like when he's going to when they move him to this town it's like these like really quick cuts of him like getting on a train and he's like yes. sad and, and then it's like yeah just like really funny little things you know and he he also does like a lot of those quick cuts where it's like oh let's go to the bar and then they like you just hear the and then they you hear the yeah. see the tap of beer just yeah filling up yep. and it's just all these like super quick cuts and with the sounds that he uses with the sound effects, it just adds so much because it feels like a musical instrument is playing these weird little noises, you know, cause the way right. that he, he does it to a certain beat. Um, so it just yeah, they could have just right. played like a musical interlude yeah, and it just wouldn't have had the same effect. But it's just like sound effects where he just edits them so perfectly that it just like, okay, we're here, you know, like just yeah. weird stuff like that. And I really, it makes his movies so fucking enjoyable to watch. Yeah, it's it's those little things. Yeah, even even within the beginning when he's when he when they show him doing all like the random oh yeah uh, things I like I love that beginning part where they're like Sergeant Nicholas Angel, he's a badass, pretty much. Yeah, and he like you say like skids and, and on the bike and stuff. <laughs> that was that, <laughs> and he, like, looks that at the part. Screen, I mean, dead serious. Yeah. Takes the sunglasses. And the sounds, off. even in that quick scene, like when they're going through and playing each of those, like the skidding of the bike. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's 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 awesome. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I really I really love that movie. Now I want to watch it. You should. 
You should watch yeah, it again. It's been a little bit. Since I'm going to watch it again it. with headphones because yeah. I think it's going to give me a whole new take on the movie because now I've, I recently just started watching movies with headphones. I usually don't. Yeah. So it was a good idea to actually listen to yeah it really just like i don't know it adds so much because it just makes you feel like and it makes you i think for me it gets me more into like just watching the whole movie without like getting up you know and then if i if i do have to get up i like i usually would just get up and let the movie run but now i get up and i pause it because i'm like okay i i gotta get back and watch it from that part again you know and i yeah i don't know just just putting the headphones on just immerses you into that world. I yeah. I think it's a it's a good thing when watching movies. It, I guess it might also be a bad thing because it makes me it makes it more enjoyable for me to watch movies by myself. So I'm not very sociable <laughs> or very social sure. with people. I'm like, eh, I'd rather just watch it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody could be wearing headphones. Well, that's kind of true. <laughs> then, you know, but yeah. No, it's it, it is it's it's a lot of fun to to just get into the world and immerse yourself with the headphones on. Exactly. You want to move on to your next yeah. amazing movie. We'll talk last about movie. My last film, which is, I think, my favorite animated film of all time. Um, it's Wall-E, and. <clears throat> the sound is so fucking important in this movie because it's robots and they can't they don't speak English or at least long sentence English. Um so yeah, so it's so sparse um that they need to use that certain sounds to evoke the emotion of the of the character to make you feel what Wally's feeling or even Eve and all the other little all every little robot has its own sound and it gives them their own character and it's just so fucking good like it just gives and i uh, like i don't know i i just feel like that technically is very hard to do when you have all these there's hundreds of different little robots in that movie and they all have their own little character and sound. Yeah. They don't get a lot of screen time, but when you see them, they have a definitive sound and it gives them a a personality. And it's really just, I just, it must've been hard for them to also like pick out sounds for each character too, just to be like, okay, this has, we want this to sound like this and how many times they must've, how many different sounds they went through with each little robot. Like, okay. And, it's all right, but can we get it this, do this, and then just keep experimenting and experimenting. Like when I think about it that way, it just like brings it out more in my head when I think about like how hard that must've been for them to, to create these characters and create the sounds that go along with them. Um, and also just musical choices are so good. Like he watches the, what's the movie that he, that hello, hello Dolly. He watches hello Dolly in the, when they play the Hello Dolly music, they do it at such a perfect at such perfect times that it evokes the emotion of Wally, what he's feeling in those moments. And That's it's just like really beautiful. And I don't know. I think it's one of those that when you listen in headphones, you might like it makes me tear up because it just like the emotions are so powerful there. And it, I mean, it is it's yeah. a love story and it's a really beautiful love story because it's just about these it's 
it's just a, about these characters that should never have loved each other because, first of all, they're robots and they don't have, like, straight-up AI, but it's the way that they do it. It's an improbable romance, and it's, like, a dedicate... Like, Wally is, like, love at first sight, dude, and he sees Eve, and he's like, oh, my God, she's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just such a amazing thing, and, yeah, like, just every little, like, beep and little boop adds so much to these characters. Like every little thing they do is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I love this movie so much. Um, I do. I actually feel like, I think it got like critical acclaim, but I also think it did kind of go under the radar with like general fans of like Pixar and Disney, because I think it, 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 it is hard to get into a movie that has no dialogue, like for the first like twenty minutes. Well, it has dialogue, but it's not like people having a conversation. You know, like it it is the noise, and also the silence in the beginning. The the silence of nothing there. So it's all these little clangs and shit of just yeah. garbage on Earth. Just and Wally cleaning it up, and then Wally's little person Wally's little personality of being a hoarder and collecting all these things that he thinks are beautiful and just like the noises and little clinks that they make and uh, like him I don't know it's just so amazing and I I love it so much I could I I could watch that movie so many times and just experience new sounds that I was like oh there's that little sound I didn't hear that one yet like it's just so good yeah that it, (laughs) it was a fantastic movie I I totally agree um, I, uh, I'm someone who really loves dialogue in a movie. Like when I first heard about this movie before I went and saw it in theaters, um, I, I love all Pixar films, but this one I was kind of worried about because there was pretty much no dialogue or so I heard in the movie and, um, it didn't matter. Uh, this movie just with the sounds and how visually beautiful the the whole movie was, um, it told the story without needing much dialogue at all. Yeah. And I think that in itself is extremely hard to do. Um, it makes sound and obviously the visuals extremely important. Um, and like you said, every beep and boop needs to be pretty spot on to, to drive the story because without it, you, you pretty much have nothing because uh, you don't have someone just telling you the story right out. Yeah. Outright. Yeah. Um, so uh, even the way that um, they, they pretty much said a, the, the robot said a single word at mm-hmm. any time, each other's names. And um, the way that they were saying it was extremely important because it would convey different things. Uh, so... That is also extremely hard to do because you, you how do you how do you show uh, like love with just just the way the someone says something word, yeah the same yeah the way someone says it you got to really think about it you can't just say I, I love you straight out there mm-hmm. so it it's it is an am- amazing movie and. I'm definitely going to watch it very soon again, just with headphones, just to see how different it is and all those uh, sounds that you missed yeah. um, or that I may have missed in 
in the movie before. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, you. For me, I actually hadn't watched it in headphones until recently, and it was just like probably the most powerful that movie's ever been for me was just because you hear you're taking everything in and you're hearing it and some things you're hearing for the first time because you wouldn't have would probably wouldn't have heard it the same way as you hear it through a speaker um right but and, and because of the way that they did that movie the uh, the other thing i wanted to say is the sound made it so you felt more i don't know yeah. how to sort of explain it but I I don't usually like tear up at movies, but that one made me real sad in certain in certain places just because there wasn't like any dialogue to attach yourself to. You're just more attached just because of of the sounds and visuals, and it, it was I I don't know to tell yeah. a story the way that they did was amazing. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, yeah, just the use of sound they really. They get you attached to Wally, just like they really through through sounds, also just through that he has a personality. He, you know, he has. You see him hoarding all these things and watching Hello Dolly and just like loving mm-hmm. it and dancing and like just wanting that stuff in his life, and but through all of that, it's the use of sound that adds the adds so much of the power and emotion. Um, of Wally. Actually, one of my favorite little scenes, though, and it's just a more comedic, is when he gets onto the spaceship and there's a little cleaning bot, and it's just like, <laughs> Wally's yeah. so fucking dirty. <laughs> and then, and the, <laughs> he just keeps on like putting little skid marks on the floor, and the and the robot's just like, <laughs> and just the little noises that that fucking robot makes are yeah, so yeah. good. And just so yeah, comedic, yeah. and Hilarious. you can hear the fr- yeah. like you can hear the frustration of this robot. Like he's yeah, like, yeah. he cleans it, and then <laughs> while he's like being like, he's just kind of being a, a, a dick, you know. He's just like, "Ooh, you cleaned it. I'm gonna skid it." And then the robot looks down, and is like, "Ah, oh, yeah." And then he yeah, keeps yeah. doing it, and <laughs> and it's just these little noises that it, without them picking those like picking those certain noises it just wouldn't have evoked that same feeling that you would get just like, like they could have had a, a human just sweeping it up and yeah. doing whatever but they, they didn't do that yeah. and it made it even more powerful just like with edgar wright and his like little sound effects and using them at the right time that they, they did the same thing in this where it's like the sound effects of these certain things add so much to the comedy because right. it is like it's not like overly comedic, but those moments are really funny, and it's just because of the sounds that they use that yeah. they have. Like if it was just a silent little robot, it wouldn't be as funny because you wouldn't hear the frustration in its little beeps, and then you wouldn't hear like the little noise of the the thing going rolling on it and like, collecting so, yeah, it. Yeah. You know, like it's yeah. just those little intricacies. It just adds so much to to any film that you know. It just, yeah, it just makes movies so much better and allows you to immerse so much more into them. And yeah, yeah, I really appreciate it. And, you know. Yeah, so uh, definitely, uh, like we said before, we should uh, listen to, you should listen to all these movies that we've talked about in 
with headphones. Uh, if you didn't like the movie before, maybe you'll like it a little bit more. If you listen to it with headphones, you'll appreciate it a lot more. Or maybe you'll still hate it. I don't know. Maybe you just don't like those movies. But, uh, yeah, just give them a try again with headphones, and yeah. maybe you'll love them. Give, just give movie watching in general a try with headphones. You know, if you're there and you don't have anything else to do and, you know, maybe you have a favorite movie, Give it a shot on headphones if you if you've never watched it with headphones and just see how you feel about it, you know. So yep. you especially have to give gravity a try because we <laughs> we really yeah give that. gravity <laughs> a fucking try. If you're one of those people, <laughs> I'm gonna trigger you, motherfuckers. If you're because <laughs> I hate you all. No, I'm just kidding. But if you if you are one of those people who are just like, I don't know, this is just my another rant. Just. I'm not a big fan when people get so like, I think it's okay to be angry about certain technical issues of a movie, but I don't like people who ruin it for, especially they're ruining, they're trying to ruin it for other people. That's what I don't like. Like Neil deGrasse Tyson can go fuck himself because he's the one who really prominently came out against that movie and all these other people, people who probably liked the movie then now hate it because Neil deGrasse Tyson was that technically wasn't the right trajectory for the like you if you used a fire extinguisher in outer space the trajectory would have sent you to uh, to the next outer space it's impossible like like shit like that that kind of just bugs me but yeah i think when you watch a movie don't go into it thinking okay this it's a space movie it's got to technically be proficient just go into it thinking they're trying to tell a story and I want to have fun with this story. Put your headphones on, especially if it's gravity, put your headphones on and listen to the sound. Maybe you still can't get past the technicalities of it because you're some people can't. And, if, and hey, that's if you that's can't fine. that's okay. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. That's okay. That's, I mean everyone watches movies differently and that's fine. You exactly. Know? Like it's fine. People watch movies for different reasons. Yeah. And uh and like I said before, if if they did get all the science correct, uh it would have been that much cooler. <laughs> so I, I do I do understand uh, s- some of the gripes, but I won't hold it against yeah. the movie myself because oh, no, you I, should you should just be li- looking at a, a movie's story, yeah, um, and not but the, uh, and and not really for its technicality, yeah. especially if that's not what the movie was going. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the issue with looking at the technicalities of of a film is you can do it with any movie. So, it, it, like, tell me what your favorite movie is, and I could probably pick ne- technical issues out of that movie. And yeah, I could you know maybe make you hate it, you know, like that. And that's the thing. Like you could do that with any film. So you're ruining, you're just ruining the magic of movies because they're supposed to take you from your reality. Unless you really just want to be, unless you want to go to a movie and be like, I want this to emulate my reality. Then that's fine. Hey, well, if that's, if you enjoy that, some people actually do. Some people do want to enjoy a movie that's, that's more steeped in reality and feels actually real. I personally don't mind it if it's if it's a good movie, but I'd rather like go and watch a movie and you know right be like immersed in the world and entertained by it rather than go oh shit he shot eight bullet eight bullets and that gun could only hold six unwatchable <laughs> <laughs> to each their own though I mean I mean, if 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 you do like 
Uh, looking at those technical things, there's uh, cinema sins. They they talk about the the sins of of different movies. Yeah. I actually watch it. I oh, I do? don't. I hate um, cinema I don't. Sins. I I understand. <clears throat> uh, I don't think it's funny. I I I I I, I don't I don't care. Uh, like they talk about movies I love or whatever too, and I don't judge the movie based on after I watched it. I don't even care what they said. But uh, once in a while, it's it, I I think it's kind of funny. But um, I'd understand if you don't think it's funny or if you take it seriously. But uh, I think I think. Oh, it's that a joke. I mean, how how, how, how how much of a joke actually? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. No, but you they can pick any, but it shows how much you can nitpick. Well, any the thing movie, is, so. the thing, the <clears throat> issue with Cinema Sins and Cinema Sins is fine. I'm personally not a fan. I don't think it's like I know that everything's a joke. I just don't find them very funny. Um, but right. and I know they're trying to. They're they are actually trying to say, hey, I can do this to any fucking movie. Right. So stop it. Like they're trying, I think that's the idea, but I think most people watch that and they take it seriously. Like, Oh, look how technically inefficient that movie is. So, right. There's no movie that is supposed to be technically amazing. It's it's just not the way their movies are supposed to be. You could create it more power to you, but it's probably going to be a really boring movie. So one note we'll leave with you is keep an open mind. (laughs) No, when you're watching movies, <laughs> or or I guess Steve wants you to keep it close. No, <laughs> I, yeah, keep an open mind, you know, whatever. But hey, no, really, just in, you. If you enjoy a movie a certain way, that's fine. You know, if you if you if you like nitpicking and like like the technical accuracy of film, that's great. You know, because at least you're enjoying something in it. You know, so right, yeah. And now go evaluate these movies by their technicality with sound. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, go listen to their sound. And then if you don't like their sound, that's fine, you know. But check them out. So uh, what what is our next podcast going to be about? Do you know the so, movie that we will be talking about? I don't about? think I know the movie. I, think, I, I don't. I think, well, well, I think the next one we're going to do, I had the idea just for a quick one to do the um, practical effects in a horror film. Halloween. So we can do a little Halloween-y episode. Maybe scare the pants off you people. <laughs> we will. Do something a little spooky. We we, that we're we're going to scare people. Like I did in the Hereditary episode. Make you shit episode. your pants. If you don't shit your pants, we've, yeah. we've done a bad I job. I have another idea. I think I'm going to do <laughs> spooky stuff in these Um little spooky edits like i did for hereditary um and then when it's christmas we'll do christmas do, edits yeah. and then when it's thanksgiving I'll, we'll also do thanksgiving edits. christmas time <laughs> i will do i will fucking sing fa la 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 and when it's thanksgiving we're gonna just eat it'll in the just microphone be us eating yeah so if you like <laughs> asmr and eating sounds it'll be us <laughs> snibbling on some food so be ready. Be ready for, for an hour and a half of eating sounds. <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, uh, thanks for thanks for yeah, watching they, or listening. I guess you're not watching. <laughs> thanks for tuning in, and hopefully we'll see you next time. Yep. Bye. Bye. Lay Kevin in Edgar Wright, a love story in one act.
Oh, whoa. Hey, Edgar. Oh, man, my name is Kevin, and I really love your movies. Hot Fuzz is my favorite movie of all time. I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot, man. Your sound editing is so good. Thanks a lot, Edgar. I really I really love your movies. Oh, yeah. You know, Kevin, that, that really means a lot to me, and I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed my films. And, uh, you know, yeah, I'm glad that... I could be of service to you and, and you, you know, make you happy, provide something fun. It's really been an honor, Edgar. Thank you. Yeah, great. Say hi later. Bye, Edgar. Lei finito. I just want to thank you all for listening and having fun with me. I truly appreciate each and every one of you. And yeah, really, just thanks. And I hope to see you guys soon. Bye.